Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Align Your Mind podcast. Um, Merry Christmas Eve if you celebrate Christmas. If not, happy holidays. Um, I really wanted to bring this episode here today because I'm seeing so many people, people I love and care about, um, my clients, family, friends, like so many people are going through relationship struggles right now. And this is actually a topic that I have never talked about. Like, I don't think that I've really done a deep dive into this before. And one thing that I really pride myself on as a friend and as a coach and a mentor is the advice that I give people around relationships, the value that I truly do have in um, this area. And that's because I've gone through a lot of relationship struggle. I've had a lot of, and I'm only 24, but literally starting when I was like 13 or 14 is when a lot of that, um, really started for me, like relationship experience, relationships in general. I was in a very way too serious for my age at, um, 13, 14, 15 years old. Um, and I'll go into that more in the episode, but, um, relationships are really, really, and it's not even, I don't really even love calling your partnership, your relationship, because it is a partnership and it should be treated as such. It should be seen as like, we are a team. This is a partnership. And this is something that has been really prominent in my life this year too. I have gone through, my partner and I have gone through struggles this year. And along with just so many of my friends and clients and people I'm seeing, um, all, all around me, um, we're struggling and that's okay. Right. Um, everyone goes through struggles. Everyone experiences, um, hard things, especially in relationships. We're supposed to learn lessons. We're supposed to learn these things. Right. Um, so that's what I'm going to really dive into. I'm going to give some pretty, um, simple and I guess uh, prominent, things like lessons that you need to learn in relationships and partnerships in order to actually thrive, in order to eventually be happy. If you are looking for something that is monogamous and forever, like you want a partnership that is um, in that certain like way, this is for you. This is what I'm talking about in terms of more of a monogamous relationship style and um, like you're wanting to be with them forever. So this is um, not for everyone. I understand that and I have thought about that. So I just wanted to clarify um, and let's go ahead and get into the episode. Okay, so I want to first start off and kind of tell you what I've been going through relationship-wise in the last 10 or so years and how I know so fucking much 
about this um, at such a young age. And I, I actually truly do pride myself on that. And um, I've learned a lot throughout even just being with Matthew, my partner. Now we've been together for four and a half years. And I literally feel like we've been together for lifetimes. So we've gone through a shit ton of stuff. We have learned so much about each other. We've both grown in so many different ways. And even just last night, um, we were talking and I asked him, you know, eventually like when we're getting married and not asking him when we're getting married, but when we do eventually get married, I asked him, you know, why would you want to marry me? What is the reason? Like, why do you even like me that much? Like, why do you <laughs> love me that much? And we were just going back and forth and talking. And I said, no, but what is your deepest reason? And he said, because it's kind of like we're best friends. And it, it truly, truly does feel that way. Um, we, we have very like individual lives. We're very um, independent together in a way. So I love that about our relationship too. And it's just um, really, really great. But I think that that best friend aspect is so important. He truly is um, uh, my partner, the person that I have chosen to be my partner in crime, to be my team, like my life team. (laughs) Like he is it. And um, it's kind of crazy because I didn't I've been thinking about doing an episode for a really long time on this. I've been really learning so much this year. We even we went through two phases this year of just like really really tough times in our relationship and I learned so much throughout both times. It was almost like like everything I needed to learn to really get us to that next level. Of course, he learned a lot too and so I haven't been able to do an episode on it because I haven't I didn't fully understand it. I hadn't fully integrated or grasped it yet, like kind of what was going on. And I have always I'll go a little further into my story. I've always had these um deeply deeply rooted commitment issues and these feelings of like not deserving a very like healthy and balanced and good relationship, right? So a lot of the time, especially if you um, struggle uh, or whenever you were younger and you had struggled with trauma and just different things in your childhood that you remember um, and your body went into fight or flight mode and your nervous system is used to this fight or flight safety mechanism, um, you, whenever you get older, you show that in different ways. You project that in different ways in your relationships, in your friendships, um, and in just so many different areas of your life, even in your business and um, just different ways that you interact um, with people and things. And I think that it's really just important to consider that, especially when you when you go into a partnership this is what i think i think that when you go into a partnership you should already expect to hear that person's story to understand where that person came from as a whole um how was their childhood how did they grow up 
Did they go through abuse? Did they experience anything that could affect your relationship? Because any any kind of trauma, any kind of um, thing that is deeply rooted is going to show up somewhere as a projection towards the other person. Um, so for me, that showed up as commitment issues. For me, that showed up as self-sabotage and trying to end our relationship all of the time. I mean, I also did this with exes in the past, and I would just like anytime things were good but challenging at the same time, I was just like, well, I don't really want to deal with this, so bye. And like I would never get close enough, truly close enough to someone for it to be able to rip my heart out. And like if something were to happen because I was so scared of something actually happening, like that was my biggest um, lesson, my biggest way of surrendering to a relationship is um, just being able to love fully. And I remember when I um, had broken up with my ex, I was just like, you know what, I don't want to be any, like, I don't want to be in a relationship. I'd been in long-term relationships for literally, like, <laughs> my whole fucking, like, since I was 13, literally, I was in a, I think it was three years, 13, 14, 15, yeah, something like that. It was ridiculous. So, um, after that, I then got into another long-term relationship, and so after that, I was, like, you know, I had graduated, just graduated high school. Um, that was five years ago. And I just graduated high school and I said, you know, I just don't want to be with anyone. I don't want to be with anyone. I want to be by myself. I don't know how to be in a relationship in a healthy way, blah, 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 blah. Um, actually, no, that's not how it happened. Broke up with... <laughs> Wow, this was a long time ago. Um, broke up with my ex in January of 2015. Met Matthew two months later. And that was when I actually had decided in January, I was like, you know, I am done. Like, I don't want to be with anyone. I just want to be alone. I want to be healthy in my mind. I want to stop, you know, this party scene stuff, like all of this. And, you know, all of a sudden, Matthew shows up, right? Met him at a fucking convenience store. <laughs> and everything changed from there. Um, we met. We were immediately, like, seriously, like, best friends after, um, you know, super just conversation always flowed. We never stopped talking. Um, we actually were friends for two to three months, I think, before we even remotely established a relationship, a partnership. We really got to know each other. We hung out a lot. And it's so funny because <laughs> we didn't like hang out. Or we didn't like kiss and stuff whenever we would hang out. It was literally just like friendship. Um, and it's funny because the first night that I met him, I literally like made out with him and stayed at his house. And after that, it was just like, let's just be friends. Like, let's just chill. 
<laughs> and it's it's the funniest thing. And um, so that's how all of that has gone down. And that was four and a half years ago. It's just been the fucking best. It obviously has come with so many challenges and uh, my spiritual journey has been really, really difficult for me and my healing journey and all of that. And he's just been there to really support me and be that divine masculine like figure where I like feel safe and I feel okay enough to confide in him and I trust him and I'm able to really soften around him. And that's that's been so, so important for me because I had never been in a relationship where I felt like the other person actually gave me that space and was okay with me um, being that way. Not to say that I had necessarily bad relationships before or anything like that. Um, I 100% will take full responsibility for just the mistakes and the things that I've done in my past relationships. I was very, um, you know, wrapped in ego and never took responsibility for my shit. And I was just a partner that was wounded and hurt. And I did not even know it. Like I had no idea that I needed that. Like I didn't even know what I needed, right? Like the awareness factor is so, so, so important in a relationship. And when you don't know what you need, how can your partner know what you need? (laughs) So I wrote down a few things. Um, It's not a few. It's kind of a lot. So I'm going to break them down. And I feel like these are kind of a foundation of why people have issues in their relationships. And um, just like everything else that I talk about, I talk about um, health and wellness and um, business and things like that. And it's just like you can't fix anything without getting to the root of the issue. Um, and it's like, I talk about big pharma and pharmaceutical drugs and all of that too. And it's not that I am necessarily against any company. I'm not against using antibiotics or things that you truly need when you're sick. I am against treating symptoms only. I'm against not getting to the root of issues. And so especially in relationships, you have to get to the root of the issue or you are going to go in circles for years like Matthew and I did. We went in circles and circles and circles for, I want to say like two years. The between two years in our four and a half years, like the first year and a half, we were fine. Um, we've been really good the past six months. Like, but in between there, we really, really struggled with understanding each other. We really, really struggled, um, with not understanding each other's values, expectations. Um, communication was just absolutely horrid. And, (laughs) and, um, I will add, he is a Taurus and I'm a Sagittarius and those two signs just don't go together, right? Like, I actually had astrologers and people 
tell me that before. And they're like, yeah, you're not going to last. Like, y'all aren't going to make it because, you know, he's this and you're that and blah, blah, blah. And that is one thing that I don't love in the spiritual community. And I won't go too far into that. But I am always up for a motherfucking challenge. And when I was told that, um, and it wasn't even just by these like spiritual guides and mentors and people, it's people, um, that were my friends also that, um, they didn't think that, you know, we were supposed to be together or things were, um, right. Or that it was okay for me to be with someone who, um, wasn't spiritual like me. And like I said, I'm always up for a fucking challenge and guess what? we can both figure out our way without being the same. And I want to make that a huge point. So I'll go into some of the things that I have written down, some of the things that I know for a fact are affecting your relationship. And you can take these tips and you can use them and integrate them, or you can just listen and one day come back and listen again if you need to. Like I I don't want anyone going and making any crazy decisions based on, you know, a podcast episode because I used to do that because hashtag extremism. Um, (laughs) And I'll have to do an episode on that one day too. But the number one thing, um, and I honestly think these are a tie, but communication and expectations, those two things are definitely, definitely tied But if I had to choose one for myself personally, um, the most detrimental thing in my relationship was me having certain expectations. And I mean, obviously, this is a problem in different um, friendships and times with your family and like things like that too. So um, it really does all kind of go together and tie together. And if you, if your expectations are not communicated, okay, right? Like they kind of go hand in hand. So I'll just keep these in the same category. But if your expectations aren't communicated, how can your partner know what you expect of them? I think this also goes with boundaries. Um, But to go back to just expectations, you can't say, for example, um, you expect a certain kind of reply or you expect your partner to reply in a certain amount of time or um, different expectations. I want you to ask yourself right now, what, what am I expecting of my partner? What expectations do I have that I'm not even aware of? And write that down and make sure that um, this is being fully communicated. Make sure that when you, and we'll segue into communication, make sure that when you have your perceived idea of what communication looks like and how it's supposed to look, that you're also considering the way that your partner communicates because everyone does not communicate the same. Um, For example, like I'll just keep giving you personal examples. Matthew and I, so for example, when we get into an argument and one of us or both of us are really upset, I am the kind of person that 
needs to think and I need to have a moment to breathe and to not say anything at all because I learned early on in other relationships that if I speak too fast, I will say things that I don't mean and I will say things that are not nice. And so in our relationship, that's actually always been the way that I act um, when we are in a fight. I don't say anything. I try not to um, get loud and all those things. But, um, you know, it has happened probably like once or twice. I don't know. But that's how I communicate. He is more like I need time to think about what I am going to say. He is more of a, well, we need to talk it out right now. Like I want to talk about it right now. It needs to happen right now. And, um, we have, we've gone through like therapy and couples counseling and things like that, but he's really, really by us communicating and saying, Hey, for me, for example, Hey, I really need some time to think about it right now. Like to think about how this is going and what I want to say. Um, so I just need a couple of minutes to sit here and, think. And that always, always, always gives me the space to take my ego out and think about how truly like magical and amazing our relationship is. And that, you know, I, I ask myself these questions. I say, is this really worth it? Are we going to be worried about this in a year? Are we going to be worried about this in a month? Um, and if not, I check myself and I say, where am I going? Where am I projecting my ego? Where am I in my ego? And I take responsibility for myself first. The problem with relationships is that we expect people to take responsibility and we don't first sign up to take responsibility for what we have done and for what we have um, projected and, um, gone out of our way to do. So make sure you're checking yourself and also honoring the way that you communicate. And in that process, honoring the way that your partner communicates as well. So the next thing is different values. So I really encourage, upfront when you get with someone whenever you begin dating or whatever um, that you discuss values and you discuss beliefs. Um, obviously, you don't have to do that like first date. Are you a fucking Christian? What do you believe in? Like you don't have to go that far. <laughs> but I feel like it's just really important within those first few months to discover how your beliefs differ. And I used to think you should base your relationship or you should base um, who you date around your beliefs. For example, if you have a certain political belief, if you have a certain religious belief or whatever, I don't think that it's fair 
or right to date someone based on that. Like, oh, you have to be a Republican to date me. Or like, you have to be a um, Christian to date me. You have to be this to date me. Um, Yeah, I feel like that keeps people from growing, to be quite honest with you. Um, That was actually my mindset when I met Matthew and I was looking for someone who was this certain way and this perfect person and this godly whatever. And (laughs) six months into dating, we discovered that our values, religiously, spiritually, politically, everything was not the same was not aligned, did not even look remotely the same. Yet we had the most fun six months of our entire lives. The first six months we were together, like literally everything was just fucking happiness and joy and just, just the best time, just fun. And we had decisions to make around that, of course, But we've made it this far, and I have been able to grow through some of those identities that I, um, you know, adopted at a young age, identities that were not mine, right? I was told that, you know, I needed to be this political, whatever. I was told that this was my religion. I was told that this is how money works. This is how being a business owner works. This is how life works. You get a job, you get married, you have kids, you grow old, you have grandkids and you die. So these belief systems that we have and the way that we base our relationships on those belief systems is not fair to ourselves. And it's not fair to the other people who have growth to offer you. If you're, if it's a challenge, It's growth to offer. Like they have growth to offer and they have so much that you can learn from. And so just keep that in mind when you are judging someone based on um, these belief systems. So that is one thing that is really important and that could be ruining your relationship is the fact that you have different values and you judge each other for it and all of that when in reality you should just be having grace for each other and saying, you know what? I am able to agree to disagree with you and I can truly unconditionally love you without the expectation of you having my belief or you adopting my belief. Okay, the next one is going to be about victim mindset. And victim mindset, I I mean this in the nicest possible way, but I'm going to probably sound like a bitch. Um, You are supporting your partner's victim mindset, and they are supporting yours. And it's this big victim mindset shit show fucking... (laughs) It's a shit show, okay? Um, You are not taking responsibility for your shit. And therefore, that is going to reflect into your partner's life as well. They are not going to take responsibility for their shit either. 
And the just remember, the more you grow out of it, your victim mindset, the more that your partner is going to grow out of theirs also. And of course, no, it's not easy. It, it comes with resistance. It comes with challenge. It comes with all these fucking horrible, hard things that like, you know, we're, we're made to think is so bad when in reality, it can be perceived as just simple growth. Just simple identity shifting. It doesn't have to be an identity crisis, right? It can just be an identity shift. And it doesn't have to be this big, whole, crazy, blow up, whatever. But you do need to take responsibility for your own victim mindset. Anytime you're not taking responsibility, you are enabling yourself and others to not take responsibility and to live also in their victim mindset. So if you are the person that's always like, I don't have any money. My life sucks. I hate my life. Um, No one loves me. FML. Oh my God. Like I'm always left out. I am the victim. I'm a martyr. Blah, 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 fucking blah. Get the fuck over yourself. And if you want your relationship to get better, Start taking responsibility for your shit and stop worrying about the other person taking responsibility for theirs because you're responsible for you. You are responsible for you. You are responsible for your victim mindset. You are responsible for your growth. You are responsible for your health. You are responsible for everything in your life. The relationship that you have is a reflection of your past beliefs and of your past experiences and of your past choices. So how long are you going to let yourself wallow in this victim mentality? And how long are you going to let your partner do it? Because if you're letting yourself do it, you're letting your partner do it. Back to boundaries. Fucking boundaries. Have boundaries with yourself. Have boundaries with your mindset with your mind, with your body, with your soul? What boundaries do you have for yourself? If you're like, shit, I don't have any fucking boundaries for myself. I let my mind just wander all fucking day. I don't give it any rules. I don't give it any boundaries. I let it rule me. I let it control me. That's a motherfucking problem. (laughs) Okay? That is a problem. Set some boundaries. For yourself. Set some boundaries for your mindset and for your partner and for your relationship, for your family, with your friends. Set boundaries so that you can love yourself fully. Okay, I have two more things. The next one I kind of addressed earlier, but let's go a little deeper into that. Trauma, childhood issues, what happened in your childhood, um, your partner needs to fucking know, okay? And this might be a, like, not a very popular opinion, but your partner needs to know what's happened in your life this far. Because how, there have been many, 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 many times in my relationship when I've been triggered by things Um, and a lot of it, 
I haven't talked about. I mean, of course, as triggers come up and as things come up, I open up and I say, you know, this happened when I was a a little girl and, um, you know, this particular experience or situation makes me uncomfortable and I, I can't handle it at this time. Like, you know, whatever. So communicating when things do trigger you, I want you to ask yourself every time you get triggered, why the fuck am I triggered? What is it? And it's not, it's not always your childhood trauma. It's not always that, right? Everything, it's like this huge cobweb. cobweb. Um, remember that. Everything starts, your beliefs, and all of the things that you think about all the time, your deeply, deeply rooted beliefs, the things that were literally imprinted in your mind from when you were in the womb. They all start at that time, right? So imagine the cobweb, right? Like imagine a spider web and how many things are raveled up into that. So of course, it's not always going to just come straight from like, oh, this situation happened when I was a child and this is why this is happening. Okay. Sometimes it's When I was in high school, someone made fun of me, and so I really don't like it when you talk about that particular thing. Um, You know, things like that. But instead of getting mad, instead of letting your ego take over, which, by the way, your ego is just trying to keep you safe, okay? It's okay that you have that moment to get upset. But also have the moment of awareness. Also have the moment where you go, you know what? I know that where this is coming from and sometimes you're not going to know where it's coming from and that's okay too but understanding and being aware when you are in your ego and when you are not able to articulate or communicate to your partner um, what it is that happened or what it is that's going on Okay, so the last thing is very important because as you grow in your relationship, as you grow in your partnership, things are going to completely change and you are supposed to change, okay? Um, I hate seeing how people, many times my clients or Um, my friends or family, whatever, when they talk to me about relationships, they want to go back to the way it was. They want things to be the same as they were, right? And that can't happen because you are continuously changing as a human being. And remember, there are two people in this partnership. So both of you are changing all the time. The only constant is change. So please remember that you're supposed to have different identities. You're supposed to grow into a different person even every year. Every year. If you look back a year from like that day, a year, what am I fucking trying to say? <laughs> look back an entire year and see if you see the same person. And if you do, See where you can now go out of your comfort zone to change something. 
because you should always be changing. You should always be growing. I'm sorry. I'm just going to fucking say it. That should be a priority. Change and growth should be a priority in your relationship. And so don't get offended when people change. People are supposed to change. That's an opportunity for you to up-level and grow. That is your opportunity. That is the universe, God, source, whatever you want to call it, handing you an opportunity on a golden platter and saying, here you go. You want this marvelous life. Here it fucking is. Change. Grow. Go out of your comfort zone. All right, that is it for Align Your Mind today. I was really happy to do this episode. It it turned out really well. I felt like it flowed super easily. And um, I hope you all have happy holidays, Merry Christmas, um, and Happy New Year. Also, I'm sure I'll do an episode before the new year. But if not, then I will see you (laughs) next year. All right, guys, 